Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Improve Me. Quick shout out to India, Ethiopia and Greece, the latest countries to tune in, which is awesome. The US is still clearly in front in terms of downloads, behind Australia of course, but I also wanted to once again mention Belgium who have been tuning in almost from the very start of the podcast and have pretty good numbers, especially considering their population. So having said that, downloads in Canada are starting to gain some traction too, so that's obviously pretty great. This week I'll be talking about unwanted or unsolicited advice. I'll be providing some ways you can deal with these sorts of comments and also how to identify if they're coming from a positive or negative place. Also, how to set boundaries in a non-confrontational way. There'll also be ways to identify if you're making these kinds of comments to others without actually being aware of it. Right, so one way to handle unwanted advice is by setting boundaries. Even though it's usually not the intended outcome of giving unsolicited advice, many who receive it often feel stressed out, they get offended, or they just get annoyed. So if you feel that you need one, setting a boundary in this way is perfectly reasonable and can bring you an increased sense of emotional security. It's best to set boundaries in a way that takes into account the individual's underlying reasons for doing what they're doing in order to avoid unnecessary conflict and and even more stress, right? People who repeatedly give unwanted advice, they can be well-meaning and genuinely want to help, so it's important to try and understand the reasons why they're giving unsolicited advice before you take any kind of action against it. We should try to accept the possibility that their actions are well-meaning, and there really might not be more to someone's intention than that. However, it's also likely, particularly if someone engages in this kind of behaviour compulsively, that they're driven to do this by like a a need of um, like emotional validation or you know some form of personal power this often occurs where people grow up in a chronically stressful environment where they didn't really feel safe or even in an emotionally invalidating environment where expression of their emotions was either punished or just ignored they might have trouble self-regulating and seek to avoid uncomfortable feelings through this kind of external validation One way someone might do this is by cultivating a sense of self-worth around the ability to influence the actions of others. And under the guise of altruism, some people might be driven to give you unwanted advice because it makes them feel powerful or in control, and that helps to diminish their chronic psychological distress. And they may not be fully aware that they have this drive within themselves either. 
These people might also display a problematic degree of emotional vulnerability, becoming upset very quickly, expressing emotions in a dramatic way, or it might even take them a long time to calm down after that sort of event. It's possible that their emotions were only validated as children when they were at their loudest, which kind of encourages them to, to adopt this kind of response in adulthood. When someone is giving advice in order to make themselves feel more powerful, there is an underlying anxiety to their behavior that recipients of the advice, they, they kind of pick up on it, right? And it can be tempting in this sort of situation to respond quite harshly to them and accuse them of being manipulative, but this approach could actually backfire. Because if the act of giving advice is contributing actively to someone's feelings of self-worth, an outright rejection might be perceived as a threat. And this could activate their fight or flight response, possibly causing them to double down on their validation-seeking behavior, which could lead to an even larger conflict. So try to take a break from the situation so that you can respond in a non-reactive way. When you feel like you can do that, Validate their advice in order to create an atmosphere of emotional security. And the key is to validate without over-identifying. So you can tell them that you've heard them and you appreciate where they're coming from without taking on the potentially damaging and inflammatory narrative that you could have done without their advice in the first place. In order to do this while proactively communicating some sort of boundary around further advice, you might say something like, Thanks for the idea, but I have my own plan for handling this, although I appreciate your perspective and I'll take it into consideration. If you have trouble setting boundaries without being reactive, you can try to prioritize working on your own ability to self-regulate. Because as uncomfortable as it might make you to continuously receive unsolicited advice, if you can respond with compassion, the situation is likely to diffuse way faster. Taking this same approach can be helpful when the person giving you the advice is simply doing it out of the goodness of their heart and has no other motive beyond your happiness or your well-being. Remember that you can simultaneously appreciate someone's caring nature while respecting your own level of comfort. But sometimes advice is offered when you didn't ask for it, and this can be common for new mothers, students, and people who work with the public might be more prone to getting unsolicited advice. However, anyone can be on the receiving end of unsolicited advice, and it doesn't always feel helpful. In fact, unsolicited advice has the potential to create great amounts of stress. When someone offers their opinion on what you could be doing differently, it can sometimes feel like criticism. In some situations, the advice givers aren't judging you. However, feeling defensive can make the advice feel like criticism. And other times the advice giver absolutely is judging you and your feelings or instincts are 100% spot on. Plus, stress can be multiplied if the advice giver takes offense when their advice isn't welcomed and or followed. When the advice doesn't feel right to you or you reject it, this can put you in a difficult position and create frustrations and even resentment on both sides. People give advice for many reasons, some of which are well-intentioned, but others, not so much. The keys to be able to tell the difference and understanding a person's motives can be particularly helpful because it's difficult to know what to do with unsolicited advice. It helps to take a minute to just examine where it might be coming from. So here are some common helpful and unhelpful reasons people are compelled to give unsolicited advice. Firstly, altruism. Often people 
will offer advice simply because they think they can help and they want to make your life easier. Their motives are altruistic. Perhaps there's something they think would work perfectly with your situational personality and they make suggestions on how to improve your life or reduce your stress, especially if you're talking to them about a problem. Even if you just need some validation or emotional support, some people might assume that you're looking to them for answers. So consequently, they offer advice because they feel an internal pressure to provide answers. And sometimes a stranger will offer unsolicited advice as a way to start a conversation. Maybe a friend gives advice to forge a connection. Friends often assume they can help you by offering a solution, even if you didn't ask for one. This type of advice is well-meaning and at times can very often be helpful. Other times unsolicited advice comes from people who have found something that works for them and they want to share it with the world. And there have been times in my life where I've done exactly that. When something works for me, I will very often share it with others. Although I have to say that I'm very conscious of the dynamic between me and the person that I'm advising. So someone might see your situation as a perfect fit for this piece of wisdom that's made a positive impact on their life. They may share because they wish someone had told them about it sooner. And it's also common for people who will face the same challenges that you're facing to offer solutions or advice, especially when it comes to things that have worked for them. And as a result, they assume their solution will benefit you in the same way it did for them, and they can't wait to share it with you. So as you can see, unsolicited advice isn't always coming from a negative place, but there are less helpful motives. These motives, they're generally harmless, but they can feel a lot less positive and a lot less helpful. Sometimes this kind of advice is relevant to your situation, but often it's not. So here are a few examples of advice given with less than helpful motives. Sometimes people offer unsolicited advice out of their own neediness. While they might have a lot of knowledge in a certain area that's relevant to your situation, their motivations for sharing are all wrong. They're not doing it for you, but they're doing it for themselves. So instead of being altruistic, they share their advice in order to feel valued, to feel powerful and important. Sometimes when you're sharing your feelings and frustrations with a friend, they're motivated to help you solve your problem and could view you as helpless when all you're doing is simply sharing, hoping for a little support. If you're truly looking for help, great. But if you just wanted a supportive ear or a little validation, you might need to communicate that that's all you're after. Many people can't tell the difference between sharing and seeking advice, so they always feel like a default to you know always be the advice giver. And if you routinely share your problems and feelings with people as a way of venting, but don't take any steps towards solving these dilemmas in your life, your friends could get tired of hearing you complain. Even if they know you just want to talk, they still could offer advice as a way to get you to do something constructive rather than continually complaining. So here are six polite but effective responses to deal with unwanted advice. Number one, thanks, I'll have a think about that. Number two, good idea. Number three, that's an interesting opinion, but I prefer to try it this way first. Number four, I'm not looking for any advice right now, but thank you. Number five, that's not actually in line with my values, but I appreciate your perspective. Number six, that's a little outside my comfort zone, so I'm not going to do that. Right, so let's have a closer look at some more negative motives for unsolicited advice. Obviously, narcissism. 
Some people, particularly those with narcissistic tendencies, they need to be in the role of the teacher virtually all the time, or perhaps they just want to hear themselves speak. Their opinion is often long-winded and not always appropriate to your situation. Also, their advice tends to be more about them than you. And if that's not negative enough, these people often can't imagine that their advice won't be the answer that you're looking for, even if it doesn't fit your situation. Some people will give you advice with kind of a, a dominance feel to it, right? Some advice givers want to take the role of more, a more you know, like a more knowledgeable person in you know, that relationship dynamic. Giving advice puts them in that position. So if you find that you have an advice giver in your life who is always putting themselves in a position of authority over you, it might be time to take a closer look at that relationship, right? Because healthy relationships are based on give and take. If the advice giver in your life wants to be the one calling the shots all the time, this pattern kind of illustrates a lack of balance. So it might be time to reevaluate if this relationship is truly healthy or if it's time to move on. Some people might give unsolicited advice as a way to change you or your behaviours based on their own morality. Basically, all they're doing is judging. This advice can often feel more like an insult than a genuine attempt to help. And in these situations, it's important to recognise this type of advice for what it is, unhelpful and unhealthy. Remember, a true friend wants to help you be the best you can be, but they also love you, and that shouldn't really have a bearing on your shortcomings, whatever they might be. If you feel like your friend's advice is always laced with judgment, you may want to consider how much time you spend together. It's not good for your mental health to feel like you never measure up. And believe it or not, some people love conflict and drama. They love hearing themselves argue, and they get a feeling of personal power from telling others how wrong they are. These sorts of people, consciously or unconsciously, tend to give lots of advice as a way of bringing up topics to debate. They also might play devil's advocate and take the opposite viewpoint in every scenario you present. So if you start to see a pattern of drama in your relationship with this person, you may need to set some boundaries or at least limit the time that you spend with them and also limit the information that you share with them. So at the end of the day, they could be an untrustworthy person to share this kind of personal information with. Thinking about the motivations behind the unsolicited advice you receive and examining how it makes you feel are essentially the first steps in determining whether or not the person giving advice has your best interest in mind. There might be times when you're being overly sensitive or defensive, but there are going to be other times where the person is not offering suggestions out of a sincere motivation to help you. It's more about their own agenda. And the key is learning how to distinguish between the two, which can make it easier to handle unsolicited advice, but can also help you determine when you need to be careful about what you share and who you share it with. And many of us, myself included, offer guidance or suggestions, even tell others what they should do without being asked. Regardless of our intentions, giving advice that isn't wanted can be annoying, it can be intrusive, and even unknowingly manipulative. So let's explore why we give unsolicited advice, how to tell when we've crossed that line from being helpful to harmful, and how to stop giving unwanted advice in general. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, Basically, un- unsolicited advice is guidance or any kind of information that just wasn't asked for. Just say you confide in your mother about your boyfriend's or your girlfriend's infidelity, and your mother tells you that cheating is a deal breaker and you should break up with him or her because it's only going to get worse. In that instance, you might feel judged or even unsupported by your own mother, right? Imagine you have a teenage son and you're giving overly detailed directions about which train to take to get to a job interview or whatever. The teenager thinks, well, maybe you just see them as incapable and stupid. Sometimes advice is given in a less direct or even a passive-aggressive way. Just say Alcoholics Anonymous pamphlets and self-help books about addiction are left lying around the house as a not-so-subtle message that you think your partner needs to drink less. They might feel angry and just be tired of your nagging. So what's actually wrong with giving unsolicited advice? Giving advice when it's asked for can be helpful, but unsolicited advice is another story. Repeatedly giving unsolicited advice can contribute to relationship problems. It's disrespectful and presumptive to insert your opinions and ideas when they might not be wanted. Unsolicited advice can give off an air of superiority because it assumes the advice giver knows what's best or right. Unsolicited advice often feels critical rather than helpful, and if it's repetitive, it can turn into nagging. Unsolicited advice can also undermine people's ability to figure out what's right for them to solve their own problems. Giving unsolicited advice can be a frustrating experience for the advice giver as well. When our advice isn't taken or appreciated, we can often feel upset, we can feel hurt or even resentful. So why do we do it? 
you're probably wondering why people give so much unsolicited advice if it's so damn problematic. Well, we want to be helpful. We want to get someone to do what we want or what we think is right. We think we have the answers that we know more than the other people and we're excited about a new product, a new idea or service and want to share it. We also want to reduce our own anxiety. Sometimes we're really worried about a loved one and feel kind of powerless. We don't know what else to do, so we give unsolicited advice to calm our own anxiety and to feel like we're doing something. All right, so let's just quickly touch on codependency and unsolicited advice. Codependency is an unhealthy focus on other people and other people's problems. And while not everyone who frequently gives unsolicited advice is codependent, many codependents give unwanted advice as a way to help or fix other people and to feel needed or useful, or perhaps just to manipulate others into doing what they want. You can also think of unsolicited advice as a boundary violation. When you give advice that isn't wanted, you're basically intruding on someone else's right to self-determination, to have different opinions or to come up with their own solutions. Boundaries go both ways, so we need not only set boundaries so others don't hurt us, but we also need to respect other people's boundaries. And asking before we give advice is a simple and really effective way to do this. Someone telling you about a problem isn't an invitation for you to give advice. Often people want to be heard and understood. They want to process and feel supported and they don't want to be told what to do or what to think and they don't want to feel like you're telling them that they know best. So the simplest approach to advice giving is to simply ask permission before offering advice or suggestions, such as, I have some ideas about what might be helpful. Would you be interested in hearing them? Are you open to suggestions? Would it be most helpful for me to give you advice or for me to just listen? I've been through something similar. Can I tell you about what worked for me? Is there anything I can do to help? Like many things, this is easier said than done. If it's a struggle to ask permission, try to remember that unwanted advice is not always helpful or the best way to encourage your loved one to change or try something new. It can even come off as rude or dismissive. So if your goal is to be supportive and helpful, perhaps there's a better way to accomplish this and often the best way to know what's supportive and helpful is to just ask. If you're struggling with giving unsolicited advice, ask yourself these questions. Why do I want to offer advice right now? Is there something else that I can do that would be more helpful? Is there someone more qualified who could advise this person? Can I let them decide or figure this out on their own? What else can I do to reduce my anxiety or discomfort? Can I accept that my ideas aren't the only good ideas? How can I be supportive without giving unwanted advice? Can I focus on listening and understanding instead of fixing and instructing? Would this be supportive and respectful? So if you're on the receiving end of unsolicited advice, your approach will probably depend on who's giving you the advice, about what, and how frequently. Generally, the best approach is to be direct and polite about what you need or what you want. So here are a few ways that you can nicely tell someone to stop giving advice. I know you mean well, but I'm not looking for advice. Right now, I just want to vent. I'm not looking for solutions. The most helpful thing you can do right now is sit with me and listen. I appreciate your ideas, but I want to figure this out on my own. I feel inadequate and annoyed when you repeatedly tell me what to do. I know you care about me, 
and I'll let you know when I need help. That doesn't feel like the right approach for me. I know you're trying to help, but I don't need any more advice at this time. Or you can just simply say, that's not something I want to discuss. You may also want to take preventative measures, especially with routine offenders, and start conversations by letting them know if you're looking for empathy or guidance, or if you're wanting feedback. This can set expectations and help others know how to best support you. Uninvited self-proclaimed psychologists can often serve up medical advice, mental health cures, even if you've never asked for, wanted or needed this information. And I think most people offer their advice from a kind of, like it's coming from a compassionate place, but their words can still be intrusive. It's like walking into someone's home just because you left the door unlocked. That's not an invitation for you to intrude. So if your closest friends who have access to your life slide in with their interpretation of what you should be doing, why should you accept that if it's not welcome? If you want advice, you should ask for it. So again, why do people do this? I've always thought people have this innate desire to fix people, to take care of them, and to save them from themselves. They see someone in pain and they rush over. They want to help. You know, if I'm, if I'm wounded on the street, if I, if I can't move, of course I would want someone to intervene and, and get me medical, medical attention. You know, unless I'm incapacitated, there's an expectation that people would intervene, right? But I'm not incapacitated. I'm an adult capable of making decisions, good, bad, or ridicu- ridiculously stupid decisions. But they're my decisions to make. Your advice is an intrusion. Your job isn't to save everyone. So why are people offering unsolicited advice from a psychological perspective? Giving advice to others can increase the feeling that you have power. And in particular, researchers suggest that when you give advice to someone else, it gives you the sense that someone might follow your advice. And that belief that you are influencing someone else's behavior then leads you to feel more powerful. In one study, participants were asked to give advice online. Then they were told whether or not the recipient disregarded their advice. The study concluded that giving advice increased a sense of power for the participants, especially for those who were interested in gaining more power. When the participants thought they hadn't taken their advice, their sense of power went down rather than up. And I'm purely speculating here, but I wonder if people who are not power hungry yet somewhat powerless in their own lives feel good about dishing out advice because it gives them you know, the, the power that they don't have. Some psychologists believe that unwanted advice givers tend to have a grandiose sense of self or perception of their own competence, and they're, they're kind of ruled by you know, more like a compulsion rather than self-awareness. Have you ever heard a piece of advice where someone starts by saying, you might not want to hear this, this might upset you, or I can't help but... dot dot dot. You know, in that instance, maybe they should try to control themselves. Ask yourself if the recipient asks for advice because ultimately that should supersede your desire to give it. Try to realize the burden the person has to bear in the aftermath of what you've said. That burden might not necessarily be positive despite your good intentions. People might feel stressed. They might feel even more powerless or they might rebel against you altogether. We've all witnessed times where people do the exact opposite of what they've been advised to do. (laughs) I definitely have. If you truly have altruistic intentions, instead of telling people how to live their life, just ask how you can help them. A simple, what can I do? Or how can I help? That allows people to 
kind of feel safe in you know in in their own boundaries and we're empowered to respectfully accept or reject the offer listening and asking questions is more valuable than telling people what to do if you're dying to give advice just ask permission don't steamroll them and dump your analysis you know in someone's lap oftentimes the recipient will take it as a criticism unsolicited advice gives most people zero value and actually makes them feel worse about their situation because now they have to deal with people acting like they're too stupid to make a decision on their own or you know how to live their own life. They probably have enough on their plate. They don't need the burden of managing feedback that was never asked for. So be empathetic. Be emotionally supportive of whether or not they accept your offer for advice. Many of us want to feel that we've been heard, we've been seen, we've been empathised with, and we want to feel cared for. Simply being there, validating them, cheering them on, giving them virtual hugs means way more to them than an instruction manual in a lot of cases. We generally don't want to be fixed or saved without request. Also, accept that you don't know the full story and you don't have control over someone else's life. People have the power to make decisions, which won't always align with your values or your lifestyle, but you're not living that person's life. What works for you and your individual situation won't work for everyone. People are infinitely more complicated and there's rarely a one-size-fits-all save. So stop fixing and start listening. If someone doesn't ask for it, don't chime in with your input. You know, If someone doesn't explicitly ask for advice, they probably don't want it. Remembering, of course, that when you're dealing with friends and family, obviously you know the dynamic of that relationship, so take everything with a pinch of salt, but ultimately, even in a situation where your unwanted advice may be welcomed, it's still really good form to ask permission first. I'll bet that is really appreciated as much as the advice itself. It emphasizes your respect for the other party too, and I'm sure it will be you know, really well received at that point. So that's it for this episode. If you've been referred to the podcast or just stumbled across it, I've got a growing back catalogue of episodes, so please check them out. I'd really love a five-star rating. That helps to push the podcast higher up the list on searches and it makes it more easily found. And of course, send your friends and family a link if you think they can benefit from the information or even if you just think they might be interested in this week's topic. You might find that the improvements you're trying to make towards a better life are easier if you have a podcast buddy that's on the same journey as you. So there's an added incentive to share the link with a friend. And remember to email me if you have any episode suggestions or if you just want to say hello. The podcast email address is improvemepodcast at outlook.com. Finally, try to intake my blood type and be positive. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Now, because we live in a litigious world where some people refuse to take responsibility for their own actions and are always looking for someone else to blame, I'm forced to remind you that this podcast is for knowledge and entertainment purposes only. Always consult a qualified professional before taking any health, psychological, pharmaceutical, mental or physical advice. Never rely on information from a podcast.